right, hello and welcome back everybody to the Fight Gravity Show. It's me, John. I'm just solo this week. Stay tuned for more interviews with interesting people. Alright, in the meantime, thought it'd be fun to talk about goals. What we achieve, what we don't achieve. Sabotage, clarity. You know, they're funny thing. It seems like we're either clear on our goals and we sabotage or we're not clear on on our goals we're not exactly sabotaging but then just kinda like going um, like for me there have been times like I, I did wanna I did wanna be bigger I did wanna be stronger but I would like sabotage because I had like other I had other fears in me of being like like big and strong you know and I like maybe fear is not a good way to put it it's like doubt I guess like I can't really do it I'm not really ever gonna be that big um, identifying with an idea that I'm a skinny bastard and I'm always gonna be one um, not to negate one's like genetic bone structure but you could see how, you know, excuses can, and just reasons, and how our mind can fabricate excuses that kind of like sabotage like what we want. And sometimes not even really, really sure what we want. Um, so I, I guess it took, you know, some experience and, and trying different things for me to realize what I really wanted. And it's like to be a little bit bigger, to be like feel strong and muscular. Um, but not like super big like seeing like bodybuilders and they're like freaking huge I kind of don't want that I feel really confident if I wanted to be like a hundred a hundred kilograms right around 200 pounds solid muscle 10 10 12 percent body fat I'm, I'm really confident I could get there I don't, I don't want to I'm sitting around like 80, 80 kilograms. The make Americans do math. <laughs> figure out the math, guys. Kilograms to pounds. I've had to figure that out here. Yeah, it's 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 not hard. I promise. Uh, the longer you sit in the metric system, the easier it is. I mean, yeah. For for those of you who don't know me, I'm I am American. I am I am living in China, and I get to meet people from all over the world all the time. And the rest of the world uses the metric system. I'm still, I, I can't say I'm like amazing at like thinking in the metric system. Like kilometers still kind of like, thinking in kilometers, it's kind of weird for me. And I definitely prefer miles. But it gets easier. Anyway, at some point in my life, I did figure it out. I wanted to be strong. I wanted to feel strong. And I wanted to be able to do some things that reflected like strength. I wanted to be able to have really good control of my body, right? This is why I did kind of fall into calisthenics and I've been a proponent of it ever since. I've been really good at push-ups and pull-ups and other stuff like this. I wanted to be really efficient and I've come to really enjoy relative body strength 
And I'm, I'm pretty happy with my absolute strength. I'm not the strongest. I'm not the biggest. I'm pretty happy if I go and lift some weights once in a while. I'm pretty happy with what I'm able to do. Um, I think body weight training and calisthenics is going to better develop the upper body than the lower body. And I think you kind of see this across the board with other calisthenics guys that don't lift weights. And you see the whole kind of like chicken leg thing. Where the legs, I, I would say they're pretty like efficient and athletic overall. Because I've seen guys with like not super muscular, muscular legs do pretty cool and athletic stuff. Right, I've seen guys, their legs don't look really muscular and they can jump like there's no tomorrow. They can do explosive work. They can do insane pistol squat variations and flips and other stuff like that. So I guess strength, athleticism, and size, they don't seem to always be kind of like correlated. Um, but yeah... For the longest time, it, though it, it seemed like I was, I was chasing, I was chasing something, and I wasn't, mm, you know, I'm I'm having trouble with my words. It's like I thought I knew what I wanted, but deep down I didn't. So when I was trying other stuff, trying to lift weights in different ways, it wasn't like. The problem wasn't weights or anything. The problem was up here. It was my like lack of clarity. I thought I wanted to be the big, strong, buff guy. But I kind of didn't. I wanted to be strong and athletic and other things. You know, and I guess my, my sabotage, why I didn't get the results I wanted, was because, I guess, like, inner, inner conflict... I could kind of describe these in a lot of different ways, but then it gets all psychology stuff, and maybe maybe we don't want to get too much into psychology stuff. <laughs> um, I mean, but yeah, so there was a mismatch with my actions and what I really wanted, like like deep inside, and that kind of took time to figure out. And it's kind of like, what do you really want? Um, I feel like part of this are like like messages like men are are bombarded with, and it's like, do you do you have to derive your like sense of manliness from having like a shitload of muscle? Um, although I I think it would benefit all men to have like some sort of like of like feeling like physically strong at something i think i think most guys would really that would just like feel awesome like be feeling strong at something uh, and i don't know what that is for you i have no idea um but but women too so i'm not just like this isn't like men only, you know, there might be women listening. So just feeling strong at something. But I can't exactly, I can't exactly speak on behalf of the female perspective. I'm a guy. <laughs> um, so I, I'm not going to make assumptions about the female perspective. I, I would hazard a guess, though, that... Um, women could derive some sort of like satisfaction from feeling 
physically strong and competent at something you know but for I mean, for guys i mean that feels great especially when there's like sometimes i feel like there's pressure on guys and like oh you're supposed to be alpha and you know be alpha and be big strong buff guy and you like huge and ripped and lift the most weight and have a six pack and kind of all these all things it's not really realistic um Maintaining like a single digit body fat percentage all year round. I, I think it's not realistic um, Or gonna require a lot of sacrifice and maybe other fun substances <laughs> um, But it's kind of like if testosterone levels are going to be at a at a better level at like 13 to 15 percent body fat percentage um, then kind of what's the logic in staying at like single digit body fat percentage if that's not going to be good for your um, your testosterone maybe like there'll be thyroid issues and energy other other problems and metabolic issues it kind of depends and people do all sorts of videos and go to way more detail about that but I wanted to circle back to a comment like earlier I said about like training and body weight and weights so I'm a big fan of calisthenics and body weight stuff and I love it and it's great for me um, might not be great for you I like it you might not like it you might want to lift weights great you might want to do kettlebells great you might want to do resistance bands you might not want to do at all I would, although I think everybody could benefit from some from some sort of resistance training in terms of body fat composition, now one way that was put to me was really simple. There's either more fat or more muscle. You know, what that means is you need some sort of resistance training. Whatever you're doing, whatever your goals, have have something. And if you're just like not really excited about it, uh, um, find something, something, do, do something in addition to other things. Because if you're just doing cardio, I mean, that's not going to be enough. And I, I see it all the time. People do like a shitload of cardio. They don't make um, any significant changes to their diet and kind of the same. You know, and again, that's kind of like, then that gets a personal thing, right? And are they okay? Maybe they're okay, and that's fine. I would hazard to guess many of them are not okay. Because you sit there and have a conversation, and at some point people will express... Uh, frustration over their excessive levels of fat to put it politely so which gets us back to goals and clarity you know but then if we're sabotaging ourselves and or in the example that they're not happy with excessive levels of fat but then they're doing cardio all the time and they're not making significant changes to their diet then it's like why why the self-sabotage we all sabotage for different reasons you know and not feeling enough not feeling worthy wanting to kind of just like stay and like not grow it's like a part of our mind just wants to like 
Like, like, stay, and then don't move. And there's books. There's books to help sabotage. The War on Art. I don't remember the author's name. The War on Art talks talks about sabotage. Highly recommend that book. I really think you should read it. It's going to help a lot. Reflect. Think think about why you're sabotaging yourself. Why haven't you achieved what you want to do? Because we all have the power to achieve what we want. You know, we can all be in awesome shape and good health and all these things. But, you know, we do things that don't. And that's, I mean, that's mental and emotional. Like, you could follow a plan. Like, just take diet. You could follow a diet plan for... 30, 60, 90 days and then stop without like mental and emotional work behind like your habits what are you choosing, why are you choosing that um, what's benefiting you what benefits are you getting when you make that choice every time you make a choice like for your dietary habits everything you eat everything you're doing that's maybe not the greatest for you I mean I mean let's get real you probably know but there's some you get some sort of reward for that bad choice you do you know what's that reward I mean it could be the food itself right it like a processed food um, like fats and salts and sugar all this all these substrates combined like very addicting so it could be that itself and it, and then it could be something else this is not to say everyone's an emotional eater but just on some level every single bad dietary choice that we make and we're continuing to do it over time and that's a habit there's a reward what's that reward why I, I used to tell people that I have an addictive personality. People don't think so. I've never smoked. Like anything. I've never tried any drugs. I don't drink. I drink once or twice a year. That's about it. I've tried. I've tried stuff, you know. Um, I haven't liked anything. It's just like really gross and icky. Um, if I'm going to drink, I'd rather have like something that just tastes really good. If I'm going to drink poison, I want it to taste good. Otherwise, I'm just not going to drink. I feel better not drinking. Um, I'm not telling you what to do. You're an adult. You make your choices and you live with the consequences, whatever that is. So you do you, do whatever it is. I'm quite happy not drinking. I'm not to say that you shouldn't moderately drink. There's research on experts that talk about moderately drinking. Like the, the tiny bits of like, like damage from alcohol in small amounts, like having like a, a positive effect, like an inoculation, like a vaccine. You know, a little bit of a damage, like, like a, a hormesis, like a stressor, you know. So the little bit of stress, like the body recovers from it, and it's stronger. So, some would say moderate alcohol intake is okay. I'm not saying it's good or bad. 
I'm just saying I'm really happy not drinking. Um, but anyway, sometimes I rant and I go like this and I go down different paths. But moving on. Hmm. Yeah, self-sabotage. Yeah, we were talking about sabotage and why we do things. We all have different things. You know, what What does... Oh, I was saying like that I, I have an addictive personality. Yeah, I, I feel like I get addicted to things easily. So, And one of the things that incentives incentivizes me to stay away from alcohols I feel like I just I get addicted to things easily I mean at one point I did play too much video games and it reached the point I would like stay up too late and I would have dreams about the games I was playing and it just kind of wasn't healthy it was getting really obsessive um, like it doesn't take much sometimes for me to get really obsessive about something and that's where I have to just kind of like build in balance and I guess I've like learned the hard way. So there's things I've obsessed about stuff that I shouldn't have and like, um, yeah, like video games. I don't, I'm happy not playing games. I know if I were to try to play again, it would be hard for me to control myself and I'd have to figure out a way. Um, I kind of don't want to. I want to live life. I don't want to be enveloped in fantasy. If I'm... I mean, we all need an escape. We do. I, I, th I think it's good. I think it's a healthy thing. Escape reality from time to time. Um, but it shouldn't be like kind of like day in, day out. If we have to escape reality day in, day out, I mean, there's something wrong. It's like, that's how I felt before I quit teaching. And it felt so stressful, like I needed an escape every single day. It was just like too much. But back to sabotage, trying to keep myself on track here. Boo! Okay. Sabotage. Yeah, I recommended the War on Art goals reflect how are you sabotaging man if you can like dial in on that and you can just like I mean if you can figure out like how you sabotage and just kind of if you can build in like an accountability system for yourself and you can get that like that moment where you're where you're like about to sabotage and Another book recommendation. Two, two recommendations. One, Atomic Habits. I believe the author is James Clear. I could be wrong. I think it's James Clear. Atomic Habits. It's kind of similar to The Slight Edge. Okay, three books. Slight Edge and Atomic Habits, kind of similar. Okay, like small steps. Sometimes I can be like a neurotic perfectionist. And so it's taken time for me to not be a neurotic perfectionist. Um, like when I was like teaching, I felt like I couldn't, um, 
I felt like I couldn't leave teaching to do something else, to be an entrepreneur, because like neurotic perfectionist tendencies. And I'm like, no, I must do it exactly like this. And I must go back to school for five years and this 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 and this. And and they prevented me from taking action. So giving myself permission not to be perfect, not to try to strive for that perfection, still strive to do your best, but this is what I had to do. For you, it might be different, and that's fine, it, it, and it will. And for some, it might be similar, but this is just, this is my journey. And I've learned that I make more progress if I just like, okay, small step. Just like, just get a little bit today, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, right? These small steps compound, right? The slight edge. Slight edge talks about it. James Clear, Atomic Habits, talks about this as well. He talks about Atomic Habits more from like the system, like, like creating the systems of small habits. So when you're like sabotaging yourself, um, creating a system for yourself, that's gonna help you keep accountable. Having like some sort of reward, a reminder, or like, like something, creating these systems for yourself that you know is gonna work. It's also the idea of being your own scientist. So creating this, these atomic habits, that this is part of that. This, again, this book, I, I'd say it's like really, really valuable. Uh, it really fits in with this kind of self-sabotage. And another thing that kind of fits with this is High Performance Habits by Brendan Bouchard. I know I'm giving you a lot of reading, but if you like apply yourself from these like, like books, it's going to help a lot. The Slight Edge, Atomic Habits, High Performance Habits, and The War on Art. Read these books and again, start with one. Oh my God, more books. Um, Audible. I am not sponsored at all by Audible. It's just a recommendation of what I personally use. You don't have to use it. I love audiobooks. It's great. I can work out and and listen to a book. I like it. Sometimes though I can't. Sometimes I just like, it depends on how I'm feeling emotionally. Some days I just need to be like, intense, go! And sometimes I'm just like, yeah, I'm working out, getting a good workout, and listen to a book. And there's other platforms for audiobooks. I highly recommend audiobooks. I think it's great. But it's taking me time. For the longest time, I couldn't like listen listen to like like books it was just i mean it was just too difficult it was hard for me to concentrate but now it's okay um but yeah find them find the pdfs buy them download whatever uh, i'm not recommending you do anything get get the books read them um it will help yeah, Atomic Habits. Brandon Bouchard, High Performance Habits. So, so he talks a lot about the, like, what do high performers do? How do they optimize their schedule? How do they optimize their routines? How do they positively trigger themselves? How do they positively trigger themselves into action? How do they optimize? 
um, really interesting stuff and really when you're i think getting into the science of success the actual like like details what are they doing it's like priming yourself and transitions and uh, like like mental fatigue um like diet all the all these factors in into your performance now it, it's kind of in the context of like business and it really fits well with like business and entrepreneurship and and stuff like that but i think it has a lot of value for everyone just on a personal level high performance habits and so when you read that bit when you when you read that you you can think about that in terms kind of, of your sabotage and and you can apply it again just to this context so you don't have to be like oh my god i'm just i just sell phones at best buy i don't know i don't know what you do you know just apply it to fitness apply it to your fitness and health routines you know take the ideas try stuff try one thing try suggestions like one thing he i think it was him and other people like giving reminders in your phone giving positive triggers like finding positive phrases for yourself and putting that in a reminder on, on your phone you you can put it in the background i have like phrases in my calendar and just like that are going to help trigger me into action and it, it really helps a lot and you might find you need to change it from time to time <clears throat> uh, excuse me so yeah because a lot of us we, we struggle we struggle with our goals and it's like some people achieve their goals and a lot of people don't and it's kind of sad and just like life goes by and life goes by and life just passes them by a calendar is also kind of a key it kind it kind of relates um like learning to use a calendar that that's definitely i think an art and a skill and a science art skill science all at the same time i'm still working on that i am not a master of calendaring not yet i'm getting better i need to revamp my calendar i need to change kind of how i i do and organize things so i can optimize my time uh like like time is abundant that's I, that's another key thing here in like your goals not achieving your goals and sabotage and time because that's another excuse i don't have time a lot of us think in t about time in terms of scarcity there's not enough there's not enough there's not enough there's never enough time i never have time i can't i can't i can't you can't you can't there is enough time if you're feeling like there's not enough time mm, either your goals don't mean enough for you and you're quick to say no and do other things or you need you need to reflect on your goals is like is it really that meaningful to you oh i really want to do it 
but I was watching Netflix for three hours. You really want to, but you're watching Netflix. What could you do in three hours? I don't remember the uh, statistics, but uh, I mean, more and more we're watching, watching more and more and more. And that's something I've, I've struggled with a bit in the past is binge watching binge watching stuff and just like kind of like like an escape when things get tough of course last year you know amidst everything that's happening it was kind of tough I was trying to fight that urge and sometimes I was good and sometimes it kind of wasn't I definitely binge watched more last year uh, than in the past um, this year's been a lot better. Um, but time is abundant. There actually is a lot of time. So if you were actually to sit here and look at everything you do, everything in your life, all the all, everything that you're doing, just write write it all down, down and like, what can I do instead? If you're watching a lot of TV, you know, and watch less. Watch less TV. If your goals are really worth it, you'll watch less. And, you know, it's going to be hard at first. Because you get a reward from watching it. It helps you, it helps you deal with other, it might help you deal with other feelings. You might like the escape. You might feel stressed. You might feel like you need a break or something else. Like whatever that reward is, whatever like that satisfaction that 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 you get from this this habit, behavior, activity that you're doing that you know you probably shouldn't do, but you do it anyway. Ask yourself these questions, and then when when you understand the reward you're getting from from these activities that's not good for you then it's like okay how else can I get this one week I think I'm gonna start wrapping this up so time time is abundant it is not scarce look at your schedule what are you doing what could you do instead um, one thing that helps me again is essential oils essential oils do help me because they can pass our blood-brain barrier and positively affect our limbic system and this can help our emotional state you can reach out to me for more info you can send me an email John Becker at fightgravity.org okay and we can talk more about that we can like schedule like a video call or something Recommended four books, Slight Edge, Atomic Habits, High Performance Habits, and The War on Art. Good books. Read them. You can achieve your goals. You can. Step by step. Reflect. Keep trying. Try things differently. Ask yourself the right questions. Practice asking yourself these questions and you'll get better at asking yourself questions and it'll be great and you'll be 
farther along towards your goals and you'll feel better about your life you'll be happier even if you're not achieving your goals you'll be on that path to achieving your goals which feels great which feels empowering so yeah do it all right thank you thank you for tuning in and I look forward to being with you guys again on the next show where I plan on having a guest to interview. And thank you for your patience. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for listening to my rants. If you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment. Give a suggestion. Hey, John, talk about this. Hey, try this. Try that. Great. You can also send me an email, johnbecker at fightgravity.org. Send questions and comments. You can send suggestions too. So, all right. Take care and stay strong.